Hello and welcome to another episode of BL Context. This is your host, Gitanjali Devaka. Nykaa's IPO has made headlines. In fact, this e-commerce company raised about 2,396 crore rupees prior to its IPO from anchor investors. What does this mean for the world of e-commerce? And should you consider subscribing to Nykaa's IPO? To know more, we are joined in by Palaksha, Business Line's Senior Assistant Editor. Hello, Palak. Welcome to BL Context. So, Zomato was among the first few new age companies that hit the IPO space. And now we have Nykaa that is making headlines. What exactly has triggered such excitement? So, globally, you might have uh, seen that new age kind of digital media companies wherein they are selling anything selling their products online whether it is about electric car all these sort of talks have actually hyped the so-called new age companies now what the retailers used to sell in their stores they are selling it online ipo hype in india is also built upon gray market premium so nika ipo or zomato ipo had huge gray market premiums now these premiums in lot of cases are rigged so best example of such a rigged premium was the ipo of reliance power i remember 2007 sometime it had huge fan following anil ambani was the brand for the ipo there was a mad rush to subscribe to the IPO, but nobody actually realized that it is highly overpriced. Now, same goes with new age companies like Zomato, Nika, Paytm, Policy Bazaar, Mobiquick. These companies, except Nika, has shown profit last year. The other companies are loss-making companies. These mm-hmm. loss-making companies, if they sell at a sensible valuation, then to subscribe to these companies is understood. They are asking for unrealistic valuations when you say valuation what do you mean by valuation so the global benchmark for looking at valuation of any company is the price to earnings multiple of that company price to earnings simply means that the premium that investors are ready to give a company over and above their profits okay you know zomato has no profits so the premium that you're paying for zomato is infinite no, but yes, so you're saying that it's a loss paying company and people are still willing to pay, have their fair share. Now, what has happened is this hype of investing in loss making companies and paying huge premium was triggered by Facebook, Amazon, Tesla and the likes. These were loss making companies when they actually went ahead with their IPO. A lot of people gave it a miss. But after listing and after a few years, these companies suddenly started gaining traction because they became global brands. They became unique plays in their segment. Mm -hmm. Even though they were loss making, people kept on giving them huge premiums, unheard of. There's no parallel to such premiums being given to such companies in the history of capital markets globally. But these companies had something unique built into them. They were global brands. They were monopoly plays. They brought some new experience to the world like Facebook social networking it was unheard of earlier they got that new experience google now where was a search engine earlier which is why they got those premiums but when you talk about companies in india specifically nika it is coming out with an ipo huge hype 
idea has also been good see company is not bad but the kind of valuation that they are seeking is absurd they are seeking 800 times more valuation than the profits that they have made now more than 800 times premium to the profits that they have made no global company which is selling makeup which is selling luxury clothes which is selling accessories for women they don't have such kind of valuation that nike is seeking so in those terms nike is highly priced ipo but palak just to add to what you just said earlier nike perhaps would have been among the first few in its category to venture out into the online space for a particular type of product line so is it right for one to say that nike is asking for a very absurd or rather high valuation so you did not buy makeup online but you bought it offline you went to the retail stores and you could buy it offline it wasn't that nike but, but we're talking about experience which is not we, we were talking about experience so this brought but, they brought a new experience right i understand your point what i am trying to tell you is the kind of profits that it is going to make the projections it is on that and today the kind of profits that it is making it is on that the valuations are built see all said and done it's a retail online store whether it's selling makeup or other accessories it's just a retail online store how much valuation can you give to a retail online store are you saying that there are no other stores or websites that are going to come up online are you telling me that the online giant stores retail stores they are not going to sell makeup kits they are when they see there is so much hype they are going to sell so this monopoly or whatever it commands right now you know the kind of hype that it has generated is going to fade away you cannot say that it's going to always have 100% market share of selling makeups in india that's not possible so somewhere the expectations will rationalize but i will tell you you forget about future talk about today you're talking that you know it is making profits worth 62 crore the company started in 2012 Correct. from 2012 till 2020 8 years it was loss making one year it made a profit of 62 crores i agree even if it makes 120 crores 150 crores profit next year next two three years supposedly it grows 100% every year you cannot give 800 times premium for that company now because what it is doing is it is taking all the premium today of growth that it is going to achieve in the next few years so if an investor is buying that stock today what is he going to make so saying because so that is it's a, a one off case that they made some profit and plus so many years they did one fine day they did so it's a little too soon to say anything what i'm saying is business might be good but you have to decide what is the premium that you're going to pay are you saying that the company is going to make exponential profits and grow 200% every year then you pay them 800% premium today that is not the case that is not its projection its projection is quite less it's saying it has given a projection of 20 years where it says we are going to grow at a cagr of 10% to 20% for the next 20 years mm-hmm. if that is the case how are you giving them 800 times premium today what are you going to make supposedly its profit doubles next year are you saying that your premium will double next year no that is not the case what they are doing is they are valuing the company fully there is nothing left on the table for investors i'll give you the best example of this is zomato zomato shares 
the listing price was around 125 or something today it is trading around the same price hmm. only those people who subscribed to the ipo and made 40 50% listing gains by selling the shares on the first day they have made profits after hmm. that it is there at the same price because people know they have already taken premium for the next few years hmm. now unless the company shows exponential profit 200% growth 300% growth every year the valuations are not justifiable that is the point i'm trying to make nike is a good business it might be a good segment play had nike come with a very reasonable valuation you would have subscribed it had you got the shares you would have held it and you would have made money over the next 2 3 years but today if you subscribe it it has already taken that premium from you for the next 2 3 years that that the prof- for the profits that it is going to generate over the next 2 3 4 years okay. so that is the point so you're saying that i personally if i let's say if i'm an investor i should not consider subscribing to nike at this point i am saying that it is only going to be a play for listing gains okay. otherwise those who people hold the shares for long term they are going to be in it for very long time maybe 2 3 years and your aim is to make money in the stock markets you are not attached to any company so there are several other stocks that are available in the stock markets which are generating better profits better margin which is what and better prospects than the company so when you say other other companies in which you can invest in are we looking at other e-commerce companies or competitors of nike what are we looking at no i am not looking at competitors of nike but there are several other new age kind of companies tata's is transforming some of its companies into new age they are going very heavily into digital space they have several listed companies and few of them are doing that so that play is going to be even more unique than what you know is being presented through these ipos high priced ipos and those companies are available at a cheap valuation the brand is good the corporate backing they enjoy is very good the business models have changed they have upgraded to the new ways is there a direct correlation between valuation and you know the eventual profits or benefits that an investor gains because you said that the tatas have something available at a cheaper valuation and maybe a better bet for any investor as opposed to let's say other new age companies is there some sort of a correlation that many of us are missing out the problem is that these ipos when they come they advertise heavily by advertise i mean they make experts talk about it mm-hmm. you know they they there is a subtle kind of a way where everybody talks about the brand and that generates the hype then before the ipo there is this gray market which generates a lot of hype what they do is a lot of these bankers actually rig the premium in gray markets by buying those shares off market before the ipo or by promising to buy those shares When you, you know, say when you say rig those shares, isn't that a rather harsh? Yeah, comment? that's a that's a illegal market, but that's reality. It is okay. harsh, but that is reality everywhere in the markets. Grey market premiums are there because people are trading shares pre-IPO, and that is the grey market. And where the premiums can be rigged, which has been proven for the past many years, and the regulator has been unable to crack down on that market. So what they do is when you see that a share price is quoting at 20% 40% 60% 80% premium now you will say that i want to apply to this ipo because it is going to get listed that much higher hmm. so hmm. that is the hype which is built on these ipos 
I'll give you an example. Nokri.com. It doesn't have any profits. Zomato. You don't know when the company is going to make profits. And I was surprised. Zomato's CFO recently made a statement that they were desperate for an IPO because they were running out of cash. In six months, they would have been empty. So they were so desperate for an IPO. So you see the reasonings for IPO. And you know, investors are going for what kind of hype? Do you even look at the company? Do you even know when it is going to make profits? So basically, an IPO is symbolic of a company actually doing well and you know, letting people be part of the company as well. That's history. The okay. concept has changed. The concept has changed. So what has happened is, so far, SEBI had a criteria that any company that wants to raise money via IPO have to have a three-year profitability track record. Two, three years ago, SEBI changed this parameter. They said, you know, any company can come and raise money via IPO. You don't need a three-year profitable track record. So now that is the catch. All these startups, they are overhyped companies. They just, they don't have any profitable track record. They are, as I told you, they are built on the hype of Facebook, Tesla. So in and, a sense, uh, even an IPO has become a gamble. Like People are just investing, knowing nothing about the company and its future. In a way, they are taking a gamble. Nike, I will tell you, the business is good. The business model is very good. Had it been a little reasonably priced IPO, I think people should have gone for it. I'll give you the best example of IPOs were DMART, the okay. online. Hmm. Uh, now they are selling everything online. They give you delivery near your house. Okay. But they were reasonably priced. Today, after their share price has risen by 5x or 6x after the IPO, their price to earnings multiple today is about 200. So you can imagine Nike is asking for a P about 800. So DMART had a lot of money to be made for investors on the table. Whereas Nike is leaving nothing. Had Nike come out with a P of say 100, 150, there was still money to be made for the investors by subscribing to the IPO and even holding those shares for a long time. Like DMART, like IRCTC. The government-owned company, it's a monopoly play, it's a unique play. But but when IRCTC's price-to-earnings multiple touched 340, even IRCTC shares crashed very badly last week on the markets. So 340 kind of price-to-earnings multiple or premium is not being tolerated by markets for a company like IRCTC, which is a monopoly play, which is unique play. There is nobody like IRCTC, who can come into railways for the next 10 years. Now, markets are not giving that company a premium more than 300. How will markets give a premium of more than 800 PE to a company like Nike, where competition can come in any time? So what do you think is probably the best move for an investor at this point in time? Because this is a very shaky deal, as you've clearly explained. So the best move is don't be emotionally attached to this. If you're too much into it, if you're like, if you can't resist yourself, apply for listing gains, get out on the first day of the IPO. That's what you can do because there is hype. There will be subscription, high subscription for the IPO because, you know, bankers are involved. The promoters are high flying bankers and private equity investors. So they will ensure that there is a lot of subscription for the IPO and already there is a lot of hype for the IPO. So I think if you want to apply, you just have to get out on the first day of listing of shares because this company is not going to give you immediate gains, say next three months, four months or six months. That is what I see. 
Okay. Now, if there is any other change, you know, in these few days or very short period that the company makes some announcement after the IPO, then that's a different thing. But as of now, going by the profits of the company, going by the valuation that they have sought, I don't think it's going to give you a very high, you know, run up into the share price after the IPO. Maybe first day hype is there, so that could be, and and grey market manipulation is there, so that could be one of the reasons that you could apply and get out on the first day of the IPO. Thanks a lot for joining us on Real Context, Palaksha. It's been a pleasure Thank speaking with you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Do subscribe to our Spotify channel, Real Context. You may also follow us on Google Podcasts and our website, www.thehindubusinessline.com. Until next time, this is Geetaj Vidwata signing off.